And welcome into Mile High Magazine. Happy Sunday, everybody. Another great day, and we appreciate you starting it off here on Cozy 101.1 and the rest of our Bonneville stations. And today I'm honored to have Major Mike Dickinson from the Salvation Army with me. Major, how's it going? It's growing great, Murphy. It's nice to see you today. Yeah, you too. Welcome in, and uh, I love being involved this time of year with you guys because we got a lot going on, a lot of people to help, and you guys are always, you being the Salvation Army, are always there to help. We appreciate that. So for folks that don't know who aren't familiar with the Salvation Army, and gosh, I don't know how that could ever be, uh, explain to us a little about what you're doing, not just the holidays, but all the time, because you're busy all the time. Well, that's exactly right. And um, the Salvation Army has been supporting our neighbors in need around the world since 1865, if you can imagine. But no. here in Denver Metro, since 1887. And we serve people who come to us in need without discrimination. Uh, most people know the Salvation Army for that iconic red kettle. They sure. see us at our or at our thrift stores. But we do so much more, uh, really operating 365 days a year. Food for families. Uh, we run homeless shelters uh, for those in need in our community. Low-income senior housing, after-school programs, and, and really the list goes on and on. So the Salvation Army is active uh, year-round. And yet at this time of year, we do a little bit of extra fundraising to help those neighbors in need. Well, I've done a lot with you guys over the years, and I know this time of year, the Red Kettle campaign is like your biggest fundraising time for the whole year. Am I right about that? That's exactly right. We raise the most money um, for the Salvation Army between October and January of every year, and that really sustains our efforts throughout the entire year. And I think it's important uh, for your listeners to know that 82 cents of every dollar goes to direct program services. And so we really have a very low overhead. We don't spend a lot of money on on advertising or on staff salaries. And so 82 cents goes to direct program services to help our neighbors. It's a good thing. And speaking of the neighbors, what are you guys doing to help people stay in their homes this Christmas? Because now we're starting to open up a little bit. Because last year, when we were doing the whole campaign and COVID, and it took a lot of, out of all of us. But it's going to be a little different this year? It, it really is. And, you know, one of the things we said last year is uh, hope is greater than fear. We really wanted to instill in the American public that we're going to get through this pandemic together. And, and during that campaign last year, uh, asking people to help us rescue Christmas for right, so right. many families that are in need. But this year, uh, we're wanting to remind the American public that hope marches on, that we're going forward and we're going to help people continue to stay in their homes provide a warm Christmas meal and and toys for children uh, that are underprivileged this year. And so if your listeners could help us do that, that'd be a wonderful thing. And but what other needs? You also help. You work with the veterans. You do Christmas parties and get-togethers. You do it all. That's right. We um, we uh, often visit lots of nursing homes during the Christmas season, often forgotten by their families, and take a little gift to uh, nursing home residents, to low-income senior residences. Our after-school programs are often underprivileged children, and so we'll have Christmas parties for them. We do a, a significant work in our veterans' homes. And then it's just the uh, the everyday realities of helping those moms and dads with their rent or utility payments yeah, or, or right. helping those children make sure they have a Christmas present uh, under the tree on Christmas morning. All of those things happen uh, at Christmas time. And then running our Christmas or our homeless shelters all through the years is an absolutely important part of the Salvation Army. And you guys, are you full now at the homeless shelters? I mean, it just seems like there's a tremendous amount of people out there on the streets that need the help. Yeah, there are. Our Crossroads Shelter in Denver has been full, um, really stays full year-round. And during COVID, it has absolutely been full. Our Lambeth Family Center, 20 apartments for homeless families. It's really like bridge housing. That never has a vacancy. And so we every 90 days, we're rotating new families through that program. And then 
just the, the programs that the Salvation Army has run for the city and county of Denver. Uh, we've been operating nine hotels during COVID. Wow. Um, those have had a 100% uh, occupancy rate throughout. And so really maintaining the service of shelter for families, food three times a day, and then wraparound services, helping families break the cycle and get into their own permanent stable housing. And sometimes if they're lucky enough, sometimes down the road you can find permanent housing as that, well. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, in 2019, because that's really the best statistic we have going back uh, pre-COVID, sure, sure. Um, in our family uh, housing program, Lambeth, during the year of 2019, 96% of the families that entered our program exited into permanent stable housing within 90 days. Wow. The Salvation Army absolutely has a plan, and that's because we start comprehensive case management on day one, helping a family figure out how we can get them into permanent housing and then remain there. And those families that agreed to work with one of our case managers for the next 12 months, 98% of those families were still in permanent housing a year later. That's fantastic. It's an amazing thing. The Salvation Army absolutely can break the cycle. And um, if people would support us this Christmas season, we'll make sure that we do that uh, going into 2022. Well, and what you just talked about, all the money you guys get from the Kettle Campaign is doing what you just mentioned, helping people at so many levels. It's fantastic. And right here in Denver. That's right. And, and, and then we're obviously very focused on Christmas. So, so this Christmas, we plan to distribute about 12,000 toys uh, to area children who otherwise wouldn't have a Christmas and hot food on their tables. And so as, as folks are walking by those Christmas kettles or have the opportunity to make a donation, we would absolutely ask that they would help us help their neighbors in need. Well, well let's talk about that. The Red Kettle Campaign, it's off and running. It's big. Is there anything different? Are there going to be more kettles out this year because things have kind of opened up from the COVID, COVID a little bit? Well, I'm not sure that we're going to have more kettles out, actually, because um, getting people to volunteer or to work at one of our, our kettles is going to be a challenge. And uh, and some stores are still not really excited about having extra you know people out in front of those stores. But we do have a couple really cool things. Well, tell uh, us. At each one of those kettles, uh, we have what we call kettle pay. And so on the kettle, there's an opportunity to either tap your phone or to uh, use a QR code. Ah. And so you don't need to have cash with you. Or you can make a donation. It's all uh, touchless. If you just tap your phone on that kettle stand, um, it's going to allow you to use a kettle, uh, PayPal or Venmo or Google Pay or Apple Pay. Make a donation. No cash needed. That's a fantastic. That's something new. It is. We've, we've been doing the QR code for a couple of years, but the tap to pay yeah. is new this year. And uh, also adding a Venmo and PayPal is new this year as well. And so that's a great way for people to walk by a kettle, make a donation, and uh, really help us help our neighbors. Well, also, you could go to imsalvationarmy.org, and don't you do like an online red red kettle, too? We do, and it doesn't matter in what location you live. You yeah. can go on to imsalvationarmy.org, and you can pick the location where you want to donate to their red kettle. That website is so uh, spectacular. You can volunteer to be a volunteer bell ringer. You can volunteer to help us pack Christmas toys. You can make a donation. Murphy, this year even... If somebody has cryptocurrency and they'd like to donate that to the Salvation Army kettle, we can accept that this year as well. You guys are like cutting edge. Listen, cryptocurrency? I'm not Come even on. sure I understand what cryptocurrency <laughs> is, but uh, well, you can make a donation of it to the Salvation Army at imsalvationarmy.org, and we would love that donation. Oh, well, sure. This is Major Mike Dickinson of the Salvation Army with us. We're talking about the big holiday season coming up here for 2021, and it is here. I mean, we're talking now, but Thanksgiving's kind of out of the way and nothing ahead but Christmas, and now's 
the time to get involved with the Salvation Army. Now, our major, for those that are maybe need a little help, how do they reach out to you for that? Well, they can lo- uh, contact their local Salvation Army. That's the best way. Uh, if they have a need, uh, find your local Salvation Army, uh, call them or visit them. We are absolutely here uh, for people who are in need. Um, we, we plan to help uh, hundreds of thousands of people in exactly. the coming year. And so Christmas, absolutely important to us to help those children who uh, need something this Christmas, but also our neighbors in need throughout all of 2022. So those donations are so important. If you need help, call your local Salvation Army, and we'll make sure we do our best to help you. Well, that's the way to start. And if you want to volunteer, and i got to tell you, my family and I have done the Red Kettle thing. It's a lot of fun. It's a great time. And it's a great lesson for the kids in your family to learn during the holidays. Well, really, any time. But especially during the holidays, you want to help other people. Maybe you're blessed to have a good Christmas holiday coming up. Go post on a red kettle and just ring that bell. You know, I'm glad you said that, Murphy, because um, the reality is philanthropy is taught. It's not innate within us. And so for parents or grandparents or aunts and uncles, older brothers and sisters, teaching children this idea of philanthropy, of giving back. It's an American ideal. It is one of these great things about our country, and uh, we're so appreciative of the support. Well, it seems like more than ever, with all the craziness going on, that people want to do it more. They want to reach out more. They want to know how they can help. We here at the radio stations uh, at Bonneville, people are always asking, what can we do to help? Here's one way. Here's one great way. Right. org. You can look for volunteer opportunities. You can make a donation. If you need help, you can contact us there. We absolutely want to do that. And for those of, uh, that need uh, social distancing and are maybe worried about the continued pandemic that we live in, we make sure all of those things are uh, taken care of as well. So we have opportunities outside or in uh, distanced areas. There's an opportunity for you to help support the Salvation Army this Christmas season. And if you want to volunteer to help whatever level it might be, do you need to have the COVID shots? Do you have to prove that and go through some kind so, of a routine? So not not at our kettles. Yeah. Uh, that's an outside. And sure. so and so people could certainly volunteer for a two-hour shift or a four-hour shift, and that, that would be fine. For a lot of our volunteer opportunities, though, if it's going to be inside one of our facilities, inside the, the city and county of Denver, we are under a mandate in, in the city and county of Denver. And so we would require volunteers coming into our facilities uh, to be fully vaccinated, and, and they would need to uh, explain that to us. You know, it's pretty much expected, but it's always good to remind people to be prepared for that because it's happening more and more. You can't go hardly any place without at least showing a card. That, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and um, and that would certainly be, be true in the city and county of Denver, but that's not true everywhere. And so if you live in uh, a remote area or you want to have an opportunity to stand at a kettle, uh, that opportunity exists for you. And where else can uh, you tell the folks where the money goes throughout the year? You guys do a lot of events. And the big thing is when there's, especially in Colorado, fires, unfortunately, there's a lot of fires. You guys are the first ones there. Salvation Armies seems to be always the first ones there and there till the end. I mean, I've talked to guys over the years with the Salvation Army, such as yourself. And even after fires of kind of everybody else is gone, they help people deal with their homes that have been burned up. You guys seem to do it all. Well, we we absolutely believe that if a person is in need and we have the resources to help them, uh, then we're going to do that. Whether it's uh, day one during the fire or a month later or two months later or three months later, we want to help people really move on with their lives. Uh, So all of the money raised is going to stay in your local community. So if it's given in Denver, it stays in Denver. If it's given in Aurora, it stays in Aurora. And uh, that's an important concept. So people know the money stays in their local community. Uh, So it's going to go for all of our programs throughout the year. 
food programs. All of our locations have a food pantry. And so if somebody's in need, they can go to their local Salvation Army. We'll help them with food. All of our homeless shelters. And so if somebody has a need, we'll help them with their uh, giving them shelter. Drug and alcohol rehabilitation and relapse prevention. The Salvation Army has a 120-bed facility in downtown Denver where we do that program. As you mentioned, emergency disaster services. We're there to help people who are in need. And uh, really the the list goes on and on. We have uh, four uh, low-income senior housing complexes in the region. And so helps us to support those. After school programs for kids, including tutoring programs and music lessons and all of the uh, of the like, all of these things help the Salvation Army help our neighbors. And you guys need to help the Salvation Army. And as we said, this is the time. This is the time they raise the most money. This is when they need your help now. You can go imsalvationarmy.org. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Or you'll see the red kettles back out there. And, you know, just take a little extra money. They're not asking for hundreds of dollars on a spot. If you got that, give it to them. But anything helps. Anything and everything helps. And so one of the things we often talk to donors about is if you could just give a a stretch gift within your capacity, right? Because all of us have a different capacity. Absolutely. So so a a $1 donation at a kettle is, is, is significant. Uh, for the Salvation Army and also for the person that gave. But those that can give more, if you would help us, knowing that 82 cents of every dollar goes to the direct program services, we would greatly appreciate that. And again, a lot of people listen, uh, Major, that need help. There's not questions asked. You're not going to grill them. Well, why do you need help? You know, sometimes these people go through a process and they're embarrassed. They don't want to do that. You guys don't do that. That's right. Uh, there, there are two criteria to receiving help from the Salvation Army. One, that a person presents a need to us, and two, that we have the resources to help. It's that simple. We serve every person who comes to us without discrimination. It's part of our DNA. It's who we are, and we will continue to serve in this coming year. Good way to leave it. Major Mike Dickinson, Salvation Army, keep up the good work. You've been with those guys a long time, haven't you? Uh, just just celebrated my 30th anniversary, and so wow. uh, love the work we do and the opportunity to help our neighbors. Well, congratulations. Looking forward to getting the Red Kettle campaign going, and we need your help. Or go to imsalvationarmy.org, another way to do it. And you know where the money goes now. I bet a lot of you didn't even know how much work the Salvation Army does right here in your neighborhood, in your backyard. We need to keep that going. Major, thanks for coming in today. Thanks very much. And happy holidays to you and everybody at the Salvation Army. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Yep, same to you. And thank you guys for listening. It's Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston. We're going to take a bit of a break, and we'll be right back. And thanks for listening.